Welcome to the Chamber's Elevated Conversations podcast. And now, your host, Dave Ekman. Welcome to another episode of Elevated Conversations. I'm your host, Dave Ekman, and today with me is Donna Ambrose from Neighbor's Place. Donna, welcome. Thank you. Good morning. So, Donna, um, we go into a conversation here. First, let's, uh, let's learn a little about you. Where, are you. where are you from and how did you get to Wausau? Sure. So, I am originally from Beloit, as people up here call it the South. <laughs> First time I heard that, I had to chuckle. <laughs> but I'm from Beloit, born and raised in Beloit, Wisconsin, and I've been here in Wausau a year and a half, and I have been in the nonprofit sector for the last 10 years um, most of my adult career was in uh, the private sector. I worked for a company called Ecolab. Many people are familiar with them. I worked for them for 23 years and switched careers and uh, thrilled to be here. Uh, interesting story how I discovered WASA, and I like to say discovered because it's, it's still so much fun to discover everything here. But I, was, uh, in, I ran an organization very similar to The Neighbor's Place in my hometown when I switched careers and then I worked in Madison for a couple of years for our Feeding America food bank there. And my husband and I were looking for something to do one weekend, and we randomly picked Wausau. We'd never been here. And we had a wonderful time. We had a great weekend exploring the community, went to Rib Mountain. We went down to the 400 block, and it, just, it was just an amazing place. And about two, almost two years ago now, I received an email from the Helen Bader Institute of Nonprofit Management in Milwaukee, and I, I'm a member of that organization, and they sent me um, a job uh, posting for the neighbor's place because Tom Rao was retiring, and they had posted the job, and they they had, you know they do a really great job of curating you know jobs in the nonprofit sector, and it was sent to me and said, hey, you should take a look at this. We think you'd be a good fit. I didn't see the email at first. My husband did, and all he saw was the word Wausau. He didn't know what the job was, what I would, you know, anything about it. He just saw Wausau and went, this one. <laughs> so I read it and it really, really resonated with me because it, it just felt like the work I'd done back home in Beloit and um, love working with Feeding America, but I, I like to be the person with the, the boots on the ground. And it was, uh, it just really resonated. So I applied and, and the rest is history. So here I am. <laughs> so you, you really illustrate the importance of place in this conversation. Yeah. So you knew Wausau mm -hmm. before. Yeah, just you that one here. weekend, it yeah. made a really big impression on us. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's very important. We're trying yeah. to build that in our uh, community. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, you bet. Um, so you're. You have some big shoes to fill. I do. I do. At neighbor's place mm -hmm. with Tom. So I hope it's going well for you. It in this is. Time. It is. And now, so let's talk really, really quickly about neighbor's place, um, the mission. Sure. Let's talk about your mission, and then we'll talk about the future. Oh, wonderful. So yeah. let's, let's share with people what neighbor's place is all about. Yeah, you bet. So most people know us as a food pantry because first and foremost, that is our primary mission, is fighting food insecurity. And not just Wausau, we serve all of Marathon County, so that's important to know. And food insecurity is tackled a lot of different ways. So, for example, we just launched a new diaper bank called The Baby's Place, and that ties into food insecurity. We have personal hygiene products. Uh, we have a pet food pantry, which is kind of fun. Uh, we have another program called Wheels Again, but we try to approach it from a stance of not just distributing food, which is vitally important, but giving people other resources too. 
because often in food insecurity work, it's the trade-offs that people struggle with. So, for example, if you have a baby at home and you don't have enough money to put food on the table, you may leave that baby in that diaper longer than necessary to make those dollars stretch. And we don't want people to do that. You know, we want people to have a healthy, vibrant community, a safe community where people feel welcome. And that's a big part of our mission is creating an environment that's welcoming, that's inclusive, and just trying to really, we're working really hard at eliminating the stigma of visiting a food pantry because I I strongly believe, and I know um, my team, my board, everybody also believes that, you know, the better we look, the more inviting the, the atmosphere more people will utilize our resources. And we want that because, you know, we don't want people to struggle. We don't want the household stress because that carries over into work. When you, you bring those stressors to your workplace and it impacts your quality of performance at the job. And we just want it to be a place where people feel comfortable and go, you know what, money's tight right now. I'm going to pop over to the neighbor's place and get some groceries. And that's what we're really, really striving for. And I was very fortunate to have walked into a place that already had a very solid reputation in this community. So that's always a bonus. That's a big plus. But yeah, we're just, you know, just like within business, we're trying to innovate. We're trying to keep ahead of the curve and keep our hand on the pulse of what's happening and just trying to, you know, pivot and meet those needs as best we can. Yeah, that's terrific. Um, So your current location, Mm -hmm. where are you located right now? We're at 745 Scott Street, so right across the street from the Daily Herald, or what used to be the Daily Herald, but yeah. Uh, So the east side of Mm -hmm. town. Um, So you're there. Now, something is blossoming in our community. Yes. And it's called Community Partners Campus. Correct. Why don't you share um, what that's about, and then you neighbor's place roll in. Yeah, you bet. I'm excited to talk about that. So when I arrived in Wausau and uh, accepted this position, I learned about this movement uh, pretty early on, and I I was thrilled. Um, Shared spaces is is a movement. It's still, I wouldn't say it's it's in its infancy, but it's evolving. And it is, uh, the concept is bringing together nonprofit partners in one space to create, most importantly, an environment where people that need help can go to one organization or one place and eliminate barriers. So we know that you know people that are struggling, people in poverty, the largest barrier is transportation. And if we can create a one-stop shopping environment for everybody to visit the neighbor's place, the free clinic, the Catholic Charities Warming Center, North Central Community Action, and get rental assistance in one space, uh, that's going to be a game changer for this community. And I think it's going to be, um, it's just going to be really a model of, of efficiency and a place where people can just get all of their needs met in one space. And so we are thrilled with that. Um, it's, it's important for, again, most importantly, the people we serve um, in this community, all of us in the nonprofit sector, but also for all of us that uh, work at these organizations, there's going to be lots of opportunity for us to learn from each other, to collaborate, to share best practices, and all of those things that, you know, often when you are here, there, and everywhere across town, people work in silos, and, and it's just, it's just going to create a really uh, cool vibe where we can share and collaborate. And that's going to make us, all of us, big, you know, better that work in the sector. And, and really, I, I think it's just going to be transformational and I just can't wait to see what happens when we, you know, break ground and roll it out. So you'll be the anchor at that. We will be, yeah, yeah. We will be. Our, our warehouse, so our building, our space in the campus is unique. Um, 
the existing building is going to be gutted and it will be um, reimagined for all of all of the other uh, partners. We call them. We're all partners, not tenants. So the neighbor's place, however, we're going to be. Uh, they're going to be building a brand new warehouse for us. So the challenge on where we are now is that is a very old building. It's very hard uh, to keep it at ambient temperatures for food safety. It's a big challenge for us. So this, it's you know, and of course it wasn't built to be a food bank or a food pantry. So this space. We have put a lot of thought and energy and time into creating a space that's really going to work for us, for the flow. Uh, we, we are a Feeding America partner agency, so we worked with our Feeding America food bank in Milwaukee, brought in their experts in warehousing, logistics, supply chain, to really create a state-of-the-art warehouse to really help us serve more people more efficiently. So I'm, I'm really thrilled about that. That's terrific. When's yeah. the um, outlook for... Tentatively, spring of 2021, or 2022, rather. Um, of course, with pandemic and all supply chain disruptions, that's impacting us, too. So there's there's been a delay. But in the meantime, we are still working behind the scenes, meeting you know, with uh, the partner campus folks. And the, all of us partners talk frequently and collaborate still. And, and, and the nice thing is, like, my team, we are all working really hard getting our building ready, you know, selling stuff getting rid of old things that don't serve us. My goal, and this is really lofty, is to be down to the brass tacks when we move so that we are only we only have what we need to do our day-to-day um, so we can have a seamless transition. And that's a big goal, but I think we're going to get there. <laughs> you know, it's so closing out the conversation, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a question. Yeah. So you... Came from the Beloit area. Mm-hmm. You knew Wausau before yep. you came up here. The job opportunity came here. You spent uh, 20 years? 23 in, years at, at Ecolab, yeah. Right? Yep. And then you went into the non-for-profit sector. Mm-hmm. But as I've talked to you here in this um, brief time, um, you have a very, it, it is apparent, you have a very deep knowledge of business because yeah, you talk about supply chain, <laughs> innovation, scaling, efficiencies, collaboration, all important tenants in business. So how's this transition been from going from that business yeah. sector to the not-for-profit? That's a great question, and I love, I'm love. i so happy you asked me that. So I, I do have an MBA, um, and I worked in various capacities at, at Ecolab over the years, and I, uh, when I left the last job I had, when I when I left the organization was in supply chain, and I worked. I was a Lean Six Sigma project manager. I worked in procurement. So I would. So I, I'm so thrilled you asked me this because I love to share this. Um, it's kind of a pitch <laughs> to chamber business people, but it really. Um, when I left Ecolab, it was bittersweet. I still love that organization, but I often tease them that they were they were kind of. Um, pushing me out the door all those 23 years because it kind of grooming me for this role in, in a way I wasn't aware of because they were very, very socially responsible. They were very involved in the communities where they, where they operate. Um, they have plants around the United States and headquartered in St. Paul. But we were very community-minded. We had, um, I served on many committees for schools and worked in a nonprofit as a board member for the YWCA of Rock County for many years. And I would say to people listening that, that if, if you have an opportunity for an employee to serve on a nonprofit board, it is so valuable because you're not only contributing, but your, your employee is learning leadership skills. 
I learned a lot just, you know, I never thought about doing it to get paid to do it, you know, and, but I had all this experience because I had volunteered my entire life. I had served on boards and, um, and it was wonderful. And they really embraced that long before, you know, Enron and all those scandals, they were kind of ahead of the game with that. And I think it really builds a, a community of employees that, that value that, you know, especially young people. When we talk about, you know, here in Marathon County, there's been concern and discussion about, you know, drain brain and folks leaving. We want them to stay and, and be involved and invested in this community. And Gen Z especially, you know, they really are looking for companies and organizations that have that mindset that are socially, you know, responsible and in the communities, volunteering. And, and I think that's wonderful. And it is definitely something that I would look for if I were in the job market. You know, I'd want to know, besides all the important, you know, the important stuff, the normal stuff, but really, what, what are you doing in the community? Do you have a presence? Do, you, do your folks volunteer? Do they serve on boards? Um, and even letting folks, you know, leave during the day, maybe for an hour, two hours for team building, you know, doing something together that, you know, creates that cohesion. And, and it's really inspiring to see that. And I, I saw that in my career at Ecolab. We were just extremely proud of all the work we did in the community and serving, you know, awarding grants and visiting places. And it just, and I, and I, you know, I still joke with my friends who, I still have a lot of friends there, but, you know, but they really were grooming me for this role when mm-hmm. I left. I just, you know, it was really um, an interesting um, pivot for me. So I, that would be my pitch to everybody in, in business to really embrace, because there's a lot of wonderful nonprofits in this community that yeah. people can get involved with. Yeah, it's my opinion, just learning about your organization and you, um, mm-hmm. you're the right person at the right place at the right time. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Um, so how can people help uh, your organization? Yeah. Can we share real quick? Support the sure. mission. Sure, absolutely. So we um, are always looking for volunteers. So uh, one of the bright things that came out of this pandemic, it sounds really strange to say that, but uh, we discovered a lot of things that we could help and things that kind of bubbled up that we weren't aware of. And one of them was that there were a lot of people in Marathon County that were isolated, that didn't have access to a food pantry, didn't have access to transportation, and of course people were quarantining. So we started delivering groceries to people, and it kind of grew. And so we are now uh, working on developing a brand new program for delivery services to people. So those would be people that are homebound or don't have, you know, can't get out or their hours are different. Um, so really trying to innovate and figure out where best to utilize our resources. So volunteer drivers. Um, volunteers just helping out with our day-to-day, which is still outside. Uh, we will be going inside at the end of September, and October 4th is our day one for our people coming back inside. We're remodeling. We're going to be rolling out a brand-new pantry model that we're super excited about. Um, but we have committees, so our committees join. Uh, our first step into board leadership is being on a committee, and then from there, uh, when we have openings, they transition to our board of directors. So if people are interested in that, that would be welcome. But yeah, always volunteers. Um, and as far as donations, we have, uh, you know, we are very fortunate. We've been so blessed with the support of this community. And I would, I always say to folks, if you have an opportunity to choose um, cash and monetary gifts are always preferable because we are a nonprofit. We don't pay tax. And we have access wholesale and other places that we can make, but we can buy more with your dollar. So your dollar has more value with us, and we can buy more food and serve more people. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. So, 
Donna, thank you for thank joining you. us. Thank you. This has uh, been fun. It absolutely <laughs> has. I learned a lot. In fact, thank you. we're going to have some continued conversations and and get some of your perspectives as we're trying to do some things different here at the Chamber Oh, of wonderful. So, I look forward to that. But uh, today, uh, thank you for your time. You're welcome. I appreciate you uh, being on Elevated Conversations with us. Thank you. <laughs> this podcast episode is a production of the Greater Wausau Chamber of Commerce.